This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. The Property Show on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, this is The Property Show. I'm Keith Kam. The 2040 KL Structure Plan was launched about a month ago. Its aim is to serve as a guide for the development of the city over the next 20 years. This plan was approved on October 4th and gazetted on October 19th, effectively replacing the 2020 plan. The main focus of KLSB 2040 is to adopt a holistic, inclusive, equitable, livable and sustainable development approach, all looking very nice on paper. This plan also comes amid challenging times where the diverse needs of residents have to be considered against economic uncertainties, climate change and land availability, among others. To provide us further insights on KLSP 2040, this week on The Property Show, we are talking to Nashan Kamaruzuki. He is the Research Associate at Kazana Research Institute. Welcome to the show, Nashan. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me to this show. Nasan, uh, let's start with why is this KLSP 2040 so important and significant? Why is this important? Because we, uh, KL has housed almost 3 million people like over 2 million people, we are in crowded situation. And that's, that's KL alone. Mm-hmm. So as a, as, a, you know, as a center of growth for the economy in Malaysia, we need a proper plan, not just for the crowd management, but as well as to see where our city can be vibrant and sustainable for the population. And also the impact of the growth of, of KL that has been, you know, sprawled outside the KL region, such as the Shah Alam. Now, that's, that's probably also included in the KL growth. I mean, impacted by anything, uh, ch- any, any changes on KL, anything that is spent on KL will have impact on the, um, on the outside regions. I mean, KL itself is, uh, Wilayah Praskutuan itself started in the early 70s, right? Uh, how has the plan been going along? Have we been just chugging along without any structure plan uh, that, that's been in place? In my opinion, it's like, you know, our government has the vision in KL. So yeah. every infrastructure has been there. Uh, of course, by, uh, by the effort by the government, right. the federal government. And then along the way, people come there. And then, you know, last time we have uh, settlements, now no more settlements because all this kind of, uh, the vision that we have, we had in, in about KL, what we want KL to be. Yeah. The, and, now, and now we have this uh, new plan, PSKL or KL Structure Plan 2040 uh, with the team City for All. Public hearings were conducted twice uh, with regards to KLSP 2040. Were, were you able to gather any input from those meetings that you can share with us? To be honest, we at KRI, uh, me and my colleague, uh, as far as I know, we did not get involved officially yeah. with the public opinion. So we, we, we didn't get any information about what has been pointed to the DBKL. But of course, I think it's a good process for DBKL. I think we, we should appreciate uh, DBKL as well as stakeholders that involved in the public hearings. Mm-hmm. They spend time there. And I think what DBKL sh- should do now is to be more transparent in terms of information. And then, you know, maybe we can show some, some uh, issues that has been or not been addressed. Yeah. But of course, not just to address the public opinions, 
I think what is important to consider who got involved right. in the public hearings. We want to be you know as uh, inclusive as we can. So we cannot just take only one residence or only one group of community, but you know try to be more people got, got uh, get involved in the you know to send their opinions, to send their view about their local plans. That's to you know that's that's the aspiration that we have, the ideal right. situation. But that is you know time-consuming one, and it costs a lot of uh, resources. If uh, if time was not an issue and money was not an issue, who should be um, who should be consulted? Uh, like you say, it should be inclusive. Who should be consulted? I think you know anyone that has uh, uh, any stakeholders of the city, mm-hmm. you know residents, people, whoever use uh, facilities in cities, whoever benefited from the cities, and because KL itself is a center for for economic growth. Or the nation, whoever interested can give up their opinion. Yeah, of course. So right now, uh, with the with the limited resources that we have, who do, would you know who have been consulted? Uh, and it's would it be considered comprehensive enough? So for now, as far as I know, now public hearing is still being conducted. Uh, right. No, public still can give their opinions based on where their locality is. You know, we have six localities in KL. That is like, if I'm not mistaken, Wangsa Maju and uh, Maluri. Yes. And then we have Damansara, Sungai Binchala, Bukit Jale, the centre itself. And then we have all the way to Takbanan Razak. Yeah. So everyone that, 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 in, that has those, those zones have their own uh, local plan and everyone can, you know, give opinion uh, on based according to their localities. Nasan, in terms of continuity though, I remember there being a PSKL uh, 2020. Um, what happened to that, would you know? So, I think that the, the vision of that uh, KL 2020 is about making KL as a world-class city. That's right. Yeah, you know, throughout the plans, maybe we have some problems. Uh, you know, I think the KL 2040 has some continuity. Yeah. But focus, uh, focus more on the you know, making city for all. I, some people say, oh, city for all is just generic. Yeah. But for me, it's, it's like, you know, it's a spirit that is strong. So everyone, you know, every city planners, those who are trying to develop, uh, those who have interest to develop city can hold into the spirit, you know, okay, city for all. Whatever we make, we have to, you know, this is our vision, city for all, city for all. I, I think KL is... KL itself, you know, as generic speaking, has grown for like a city that can house all people, like everyone, regardless your whatever their your citizenship status, regardless of their your age, regardless of their your race, regardless of your income level. You can live in it's just different life experience. KL has been growing uh, pretty much organically without any plan for, for, for so long. It really is time to have an actual plan that's gazetted, is correct? Yes. KL has grown like you know, organically speaking. Yes. We have plans. Of course, the local local authorities have their own local plans. But I think it's time for you know to consider to, to make KL plan. As a you know, the center for KL planning is about citizen, the people itself. Yeah, and I think KLSP in general, I think is good. It has a good objective. 
yeah maybe some some improvements yeah mm-hmm. but but the goals the goals are very you know nice goals good goals are, all are positive i think yeah we'll get into the goals i think there are six that were mentioned in the uh, pskl uh, 2040 but before that uh, very generally the plan 2040 plan outlines the objectives and proposals for developments and land use as well as traffic environmental and social management what does this mean and how binding are the recommendations contained in this plan? I, I don't know where we can go to, to talk about every goals, but in general, I think they have identified several places that, you know, to make these goals achievable. Mm-hmm. That is itself outlined in, the, in their strategic uh, key actions. But there are also some concerns on that, yeah. which we can talk later on. Yeah. Whether it's binding or not, uh, like I said, public hearing is still going, uh, is still ongoing. Yeah. And let me quote some uh, speech from the PMX, yeah. our Prime Minister, where during the launch of this uh, plan, he mentioned about yes, we can consider KLSP as a binding document, but we also need to consider the current needs when we execute the plan. Binding but flexible is what he's saying. Something like that, yeah. yeah. I, I remember PMX, that's Dato Sri Anwar Ibrahim, he was uh, also stressing on the fact that, I mean, what speaks to a lot of us who live in KL, uh, we must maintain forest reserves, we, we must have more open areas and we must expand affordable housing to meet the demand of, of, of this big city. Do you think uh, PSKL 2040 addresses this? Um, they have a strategies for that, yeah. If you look at all these things that you mentioned about the housing, about the green, making KL, you know, a green city, healthy cities, making KL as a as a climate smart and low carbon cities are all there in the, in the goals of KLSP. Like, but like I mentioned, some maybe there's a I have some comments on the strategic or how the what we call the measures were derived from. And some, you know, recommendation for for uh, for each uh, issues that you you mentioned. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. On the property show this week is Nashan Kamaruzuki, research associate at the Kazana Research Institute. We are discussing the KLSP twenty forty. After the break, we continue to dissect the plan and what it means for Kuala Lumpur moving forward. This is BFM eighty nine point nine. BFM 89.9, welcome back to The Property Show. This week, we have Mohamed Nashan Kamaruzuki, Research Associate at the Kazana Research Institute, sharing with us his thoughts on the KLSP 2040. Nashan, for a plan to be a good plan, uh, we know at least this is broken down into six areas of focus. Let's start with the first goal, economic resilience. How do you see this being addressed? So, in KLSP, uh, good that you mentioned here uh, about the economic growth. KLSP has stressed, from what I observe, service sectors uh, and also property remain as the main economic driver okay. from the KLSP. There will be more more facilities, more more infrastructure to support service sector. And also, as a, I think this is also in line with our other agencies' goals for KL, mm-hmm. especially uh, Invest KL, where we want the FDI, foreign direct investment, come to KL and operate here. Yeah, so, and also on service sector, we also have like uh, to support the, the main, main service sector, which is all about the food and beverages, restaurants, and your retail industry. So there will be 
I would say there will be more commercial complex that will be uh, you know built with the design that are energy efficient and low carbon to attract these expatriates and also high skill workers whether they are uh, they are locals or you know foreign workers i mean they are expatriates or our our own local people Nasan, the second part of it, the second goal, covers what it's termed as an inclusive community development aspect. I, I kind of want to time in that's homelessness. How do you, do you, does this, uh, this, does this goal address that issue? I mean, after all, it is the heart of the city at the end of the day, right? Uh, if you if you don't get those issues, social problems sorted out, uh, you won't get the FDIs coming in as well because there's no quality of life, right? Yes. On that, you mentioned about homeless, homelessness, yeah. right? KLSP offers a lot more housing options for the residents. So there will be not just households, this time not just like family in general, but also those who are like young workers who just started their work, you know, uh, and as well as single people. So there, there, is, uh, there are proposed plans of the, uh, the design of their dwellings, as well as those who are homeless. So the housing option of housing options offered in KLSP will be more diverse. But again, our indicator sh- uh, housing affordability should not be uh, taken out. Okay. It must be there to guide the planning of these housing options. Yeah. I, I guess where I guess this is where Bandar Malaysia plays its role as well, right? When when um when it's being developed uh, in in tandem with KLSP twenty forty. Yeah, yeah, but again, the, the the pricing for affordable housing should be correct, incorrect way, and we and we at KRI stress the government. We push for for the uh, for government to use median multiple indicator. Right which is your three times uh, annual income, that it should be your benchmark for housing. That is for owning. But we have to uh, also acknowledge that city, uh, KL, KL is, uh, you know, our city population, almost half, not all, almost half, around 40%, something like that, are renting in, in KL. Okay. So what we are now renting is not... Uh, is, no, there's a debate between rent and buy, but but again, the, the we have the situation where uh, many people are in rental market, yeah. but we need have we need to have so the plan should have one. What else? What is the uh, rental affordability as a benchmark? Okay, especially in the housing options offered in the KLSP. Yeah. Second, what is the decent housing quality for rental market? Should should it be you know uh, lower than owning a house? Mm-hmm. You know, owning a property smaller than that, can we allow a coffin size of a you know room to be rented out without proper electrification or something like that? Proper facilities. That that's got uh, to be quality of life as well, uh. Yes, exactly. But the issue, the core is about housing. We want to house people mm-hmm. in a decent way and affordable. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The third one that I want to uh, stress, this is based on our previous work with Dasar Perumahan Negara, where we push for rental act. Because we have more people in rental market, we should have a proper rental law to 
to you know to safeguard the in, the interests of both contracting parties, your, yes. your landlords as well as your residents. But we don't see here being pushed in the KLSP. Maybe we, that is one improvement that we need. At least for we can start from KL, KL itself first. Yeah. Um, Nasan, when it comes to the greeting and beautification of the city, um, many find that the problem here is that we know how to build nice things, but we don't know how to maintain it. How do we change that mindset? Oh. <laughs> I, can, I can hear you're exasperated as well. <laughs> I, I feel you. <laughs> Changing mindset? Oh, there's a... I'm not a psychologist. I'm not, I don't know how we can like change mindset, but... If you stay in a, I believe that if you deal, you know, you start with a very nice environment, you would have, you know, you create some some sorts of belongings to them, yeah. you know, to yeah. us at least, you know, as a as an individual, as a human, you start with this. You want to keep the standards high and higher. So maybe we can start just, you know, to give sense of belongings to our our people. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think, that's also workable mm-hmm. based on our studies on several PPRs. What we, we identify where local communities, local communities were given uh, funding and they manage their own, their own operation about the funding, where they want to use, how they want to use. That sense of, sense of belongings were there. Yeah. And all the programs were nice. Yeah. They keep their, their place very nice. Yeah. Nice environment, yeah. It also addresses uh, public transport and we are having the upcoming MRT 3 circle line that's been promised. Uh, the problem has always been that last mile connectivity issue. Um, is that being addressed as well in KLSP 340? Yes, there's a, there will be more buses, if I'm not mistaken, so more buses uh, go throughout your house. So the last miles and the first and last mile problems will always be there. Mm. But in KLSP, at least they recognize the Plan Malaysia, uh, you know, guidelines where there will be stations within the radius of 400 meters yeah. of your house. So uh, they have plans on that okay. uh, to get more buses to improve ridership. So you will have uh, from your place to bus and then to LRT or MRT or to existing railway stations. Yeah. Uh, but... On transportations, and I want to, to highlight here, if you see the trend right now, and it is also uh, outlined in the, in the KLSP, whereby 25% of government-assisted programs, or we call, uh, in the plan, we call that uh, as a affordable housing projects, only 25% are located within 400 meters of existing railway stations. All right. Yeah, yeah. So there's like hundred of them, only twenty five percent. So whether we, I'm not sure whether whether we can improve ridership, you know, for these low and medium Indian income people to use public transportation. I'm not sure about that, but but I think the the affordable housing project should be located in the strategic strategic lands. Yeah. Nasan, what are your thoughts on on urban regeneration, which is another goal? Oh yeah, uh, is is from the last goal, yeah. which is Kuala sustainable city and integrated uh, yeah. development. I think the government is now uh, 
looking at on how to you know to have the proper law for regeneration, redevelopment, urban renewal kind of yeah. things. And I think uh, the, there's so much potential, start. right? I mean, there's so much potential. Just look at Kampung Baru for a start. Yes, <laughs> but some uh, yes, but but when we talk about this, uh, and even this is also uh, another hot hot topic <laughs> yes. during the last Malaysian, Malaysian Urban Forum. Yes, yeah, and I think uh, I think there's a one lesson from uh, from Darul Hana Kuching Sarawak. Yeah where uh, the program uh, director mentioned about when we want to do urban generation, urban renewal, we have the end goal should be that we have to make sure that those who are impacted, who are being relocated, would uh, will have better life than they used to be. Yeah, I think that's a very strong, that is a very nice uh, policy guide for for urban planners, for policymakers that look into these urban regeneration things. Yeah. We want to beautify our KL, KL landscape. Yes, that's correct. That's important too. Make it more vibrant, make it more healthier, make it more low carbon, energy efficient. But at the end, we should, you know, put in our heads that those who are impacted with this urban regeneration, urban renewal things, they should make life better than they used to be. Yeah. Finally, Nasan, uh, with the K- KLSP twenty forty now out, what is KRI's role in this? Uh, we do not have a uh, you know uh, official uh, uh, role to get involved with this, but KLSP is very close to our hearts and very close to our field of research. So we at KRI are very excited uh, when KL- KLSP came out because it's close to our research areas housing for example transportation and the future the the future research plans that we have such as the climate cities you know we talk about how cities can be uh, sustainable with the existing and upcoming climate race yeah so uh, in general we think this is at least in my opinion is a good uh, plan mm-hmm. but some improvement may be needed, so we can work can I, uh, with KRI or anyone can work together with the BKL, you know, because at the end, we want to create our city, uh, our KL, uh, vibrant, healthier, and uh, last and not least, KL should be a city for all. So everyone should have a decent living standard in CD. Well said. Thank you very much, Nasan. Thank you. On the Property Show this week, we were talking to Nasan Kamaruzuki, Research Associate at Kazana Research Institute on the recently unveiled Kuala Lumpur Structure Plan 2040. I'm Keith Kam for BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.